Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Okay. So okay. I did put there it, like if you delay. do want to watch over on YouTube, there is the yeah. link to the YouTube. Okay, now um, that feel makes me feel right, so much now better. now we're good. Now we can get back. Be sure <laughs> okay, to like, share. Do me a favor. Tag one person. Tag one person that you know and say, hey, you better watch this right now. Uh, because at the end, this is, our last, this is our last two points that we're talking about. Favor um, and the law of expectation. And so we're going to pray. We are going to pray. Some people have emailed us. Um, and if you have not yet emailed us, we're not going to read them off, but we're, we've been praying, uh, people doing some moves. People are believing for businesses, um, for breakthrough in their finances that, you know, people are just expecting God to do a newer thing in them. They're expecting a miracle. They're expecting, people are expecting family ones saved, uh, to be transformed, uh, to come back to the Lord. Those prodigal children, come on, those prodigal grandchildren, come on, they're coming back. Uh, so we've been getting some emails in and people have been messaging us. And, and so we're going to pray at the end of this. And I'm telling you that you will see, you will see the expectation of your prayer request answered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's, let's hit it. Let's do, this is number five. Hun, take it away. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, okay. We're so talking about number five, um, expect okay. favor. Go ahead. Wait, this one's number five? This one. Okay. No, no, this e- one. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, expect favor from a Boaz close oh. to you. Oh. Expect favor from a Boaz close to you. If you know the story of Boaz and Ruth, you can see right there. Yeah. Favor of God coming upon someone's life, going from literal rags to riches um, in very short amount of time. But our scripture is Luke six thirty eight. And it says, give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom for with the same measure that ye give, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. It has some King James. That's um, go look it up. Uh, you know, Luke you 6, 38. You can't pray for favor. You can't pray that God give me favor. Favor, favor is something that you earn. Favor is a flavor and it's good. Wait, 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 because I wrote it down. Yeah. I wrote it A lot of people, down. You know, and, and the Lord showed me this, that, you know, I would pray. And, you know, if you have seed, if you have something in the ground, like seed, then you could ask God for favor. But favor just doesn't happen to you. Favor happens when Rob, Rob, Rob is on. What's going on, Rob? Go ahead. Take it away. Favor. This is from Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Favor is not to be prayed for favor is the reward for proper decisions and conduct. Yeah. There you go. Right. Say that again. Nice and slow. Favor. People are taking notes. Favor is not to be prayed for, which really shook me. Favor is not to be prayed for. Favor is the reward for proper decisions and conduct. And going in, in line with that is that someone once told me, uh, and this might really mess with you because it really messed with me. Someone once told me. Patrick. Um, right. 
Yeah. How did you do? This Holy Ghost. <laughs> Patrick told you that when you get a word from somebody and you said, I'm going to take that. That's mine. Hey, I'm can you let me like, can, this is my point Same. here. Could you get out of is my head? My no. Could you get out of my head? God, um, yeah, no. Uh, he gave me great advice uh, one time and said that because he had gotten a word and I was like, you know what? I received that. And he's like, you can't. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, you haven't sown for it. Good. And and it was one of those things that favor isn't is, isn't one of those things that you see someone who's so close to you who has favor on their life that you just like take it for yourself. It's because of their proper decisions and conduct that has That's opened good. doors of favor. So if you conduct yourself with proper decisions and conduct, you'll have favor. And there's lots of scripture verses like favor is not hard to get no. because favor is as easy as, as getting as as building yeah. your faith. But it's one of those things that you don't pray for it. You just make the right, you make proper decisions for it. Amen. You know, favor happens when, just like we said, you make the right decisions. When you spend that time in the secret place. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, you know, what you do in the secret place, what you pray for God in private, he'll reward you in the open. That's, that's favor. You know, and a lot of people claim that, oh, God, God doesn't have favorites. He loves everyone equal. You know, to a standard, yes, he loves everyone equal, but God also holds the right to go above and beyond your prayer request. Uh, God also holds, holds the right to supersede, um, you know, let's say you're believing God for, um, I'm going to say, um, uh, a job, right? And you're believing God for a certain salary, right? And favor, when favor comes, you know, maybe instead of, getting three interviews, you, you get the one interview process and you're hired. And, and then maybe you start with a signing bonus. That's favor. Mm -hmm. That's favor. H how do you earn that favor? Well, because you've done, you've done work in the secret place. Yeah. You've, you've put the time in. And, and, and that's why I tell people, you know, God does in a way have favorites. F a favor, favor is a reward from God. Mm -hmm. And so when you step out and do more, you know, and it, doesn't it make sense? Right. When someone puts the hard work into it, you know, God sees your heart. God sees your heart. God's going to reward that person that is doing more things for the kingdom than a random person. Yeah. God's got, you know, even when you when you sow seed. Right. It's not necessarily about the amount. Right. The amount's not important. Right. It, it's the heart motive that's important. God knows the heart. And when you when you have a, a pure heart, when you have an honest heart, you know, it's it's. It's that heart that God sees and it attracts. It's the blessing that it attracts because you understand, wow, my heart is only in it for the Lord. I only want to do what the Lord wants me to do. I'm only and and, and that's how expectation works, because you could expect something and God will give you what you expect. But then then again, we serve a God that goes above and beyond. And that's when favor comes in. Glory to God. You know, my wife and I, we, we bought a we bought a house um, last year. And, you know, we, we bought a house and it was favor because it wasn't even on the market. It, it was everything, the color, the, the paint, the, um, the, the, the wood inside. It was everything we wanted. Now, God could have gave us a house, right? But to have everything, everything we wanted in the house, that was favor. That was the Lord saying, hey, you're, I'm rewarding you because you're doing everything right. You're doing good. And, and that's how you see your expectation grow, glory to God. When you do more for God, God does more for you. 
when you yeah. do more for God, when you go out and step out in faith, you know, to do things right in the beginning of this week, we said faith is the only way we could please God. It is by faith we come to God. It is by faith we please God. It is everything we do is by faith. And when you do something by faith, expecting God to do a miracle in your life, that's just an act of obedience, glory. And he's well pleased. He's so happy. You get it. You get it. You know, there's so many Christians out there that knock the, the prosperity gospel, that knock the healing gospel, that knock the joy gospel. You know, I, I don't understand. Why does God want you to be miserable? Why does God want you to work, you know, 40 hours a week and get no place? Why, why would God do that? Because someone just say, why? Oh, well, brother, maybe God's just trying to teach you, uh, you know, some some lessons. No, God doesn't teach in suffering and pain and sickness. God doesn't do that. I had someone tell me that once. They said, uh, yeah, my cousin uh, prayed for patience. So he actually he was putting up Christmas lights and he fell off the roof and broke his leg. Wow. He learned some patience because he was in a wheelchair with three kids. And I said, yeah. How awesome of a God. <laughs> yeah, you right? pray for patience. So he knocks you off the roof of a right. house. So you have to learn to be patient with your three kids in a wheelchair. I was like, do you even hear yourself anymore? Like, do you hear the words coming out of your mouth? There's, there's a law that 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 our our relationship with God is a covenant. It's law binding. And God, since we know God is perfect, we know God can't lie. Yeah. God can't break his own law. Because yeah. that would make him unperfect. That would make this whole word, that would make this whole word just just fall apart. But God, praise God, he's not like that. Praise God, he's, he's not, you know, schizophrenic. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, have schizophrenia. Like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna really show Mike yeah. and Sarah. It's going to be a really hard week for them. It's going to be a really yeah. hard day. I'm going to show them, boy. I stubbed my toe. I'm angry. Because <laughs> I, like, I was a kid when, when this person uh, told me that story. Yeah. She's actually, like, my... Sunday school teacher at this church we were at and I I remember thinking like I will never pray for patience I will just never do it I will never and it's like you know people like that which is like they get so twisted and like well you know God God put me in the hospital so I could pray for the nurses yeah that's so stupid and it's like no uh (laughs) that's why there's a difference between experience that's why there's a difference between experience oh wait we're gonna stop everybody we have the man of God Evangelist Kofi Achapam, <laughs> live on the chat. Evangelist Kofi, thank you for hopping on. Uh, thank you for greet the people. <laughs> greet, the people. <laughs> greet the people, Evangelist Kofi. Thank you for gracing uh, us. First Lady Chichi, if you hear me, God bless you. We, we love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. You know. So you, you, you totally see. Yeah, I lost my point. Kofi hopped on. I lost my point. Well, there we go. Lo- the covenant God has. The covenant God has is law binding. Yeah. And. I mean, you, if you walk in that covenant, you will see, you will see breakthrough. You will, you could expect, you know, it's like you hire a lawyer. Can we use the Johnny Depp trial? I won't, I won't go there. I won't go there. Objection, hearsay. (laughs) Do I have to answer the question? (laughs) You know, but just like a rightful judge, just like a rightful father, he goes, God goes by what he has written. Yeah. And he go, and he could go beyond that. Glory to God. Yeah. He could bless your socks off if yeah. he chooses to. Anything else is just hearsay. Anything else just hearsay. Let's go to our next point. Our, our next point. Ex- we're talking about the uh, uh, 
expectations. Six facts you should know about expectation. <laughs> and Wait, because Victoria, Victoria oh, we said, got people on YouTube. when I quoted evangelist Jonathan, she said, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, 2024. Now she says, Shuttlesworth, Achimfang, 2024. There it is. <laughs> President, Vice President, 2024. <laughs> Could you imagine? I could imagine. The White House. Oh, okay. I'm going to reel it back in. Okay, reel it back <laughs> in. Reel We're growing back, back in there. Uh, <laughs> the last point, and I really want you to get this. This is so good. Um, expect God to bless you for every act of obedience. Every act of obedience. Expect God to bless you for every. He is a rewarder. Yeah. You know, people see God as a punisher. You know, and, and like I was saying before, you have to go, it just be, just in case you had a bad experience, right? Maybe you pray for your dog and your dog still died. You had, well, you know, the Lord says, the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and watch. Just because you had a bad experience, that doesn't change the power of the word of God. Yeah. And God, you could expect God to bless you for every act of obedience you do. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, and this is the King James Version, glory to God. And it shall come to pass. If ye shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all that he has commanded, which his commanded commandments, which I've commanded thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee and it shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Thy God. In the NLT, it says in verse two, you will experience all of these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. All of these blessings, if you obey. There's an old hymn, only obey. Only obey. Just only, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> obey. You know, and let me say this obedience is better than sacrifice. The Bible talks about that yeah. because, you know, you may think you're doing everything God wants you to do, but. Really, just do what he tells you to do. And then once it's complete, he will give you a new assignment. Once you mark it off, I feel the anointing right now. Yeah. Once you do everything he calls you to do, once, once you're obedient and faithful and honest and, and you're, you're a tither, you're a giver, you're a soul winner, you, you, you serve at your church, you, maybe, uh, you, maybe you drive people. Once you do everything that he's called you to do, listen to his word, read his word, study to show you thyself approved, mm -hmm. give. You could expect God to open such great windows for you, open such great doors, open everything that you need. Why? Because he wants you to prosper. God wants you to succeed because the moment you step into your success is the moment that, wow, people, you can give God the glory for it. How did this happen to you? Well, let me tell you, brother, you know, it's I took this word and I studied it. I digest it. I only spoke it. If it, if, it, if they didn't say it about Jesus, they're not going to say it about me. If Jesus didn't say it, I'm not going to say it. If Jesus didn't do it, I'm not going to do it. If you take your life and transform yourself. 
you know, Romans 12 too, you know, to, to, to renew your mind with the word of God by studying it, you could act and speak and do everything Jesus did on this earth. And then great, and then greater, the Bible says greater works we shall do. There's so much greater. There's so much more that's available and you just need to expect God, Lord, I'm going to do this out of obedience. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, some people saying we're living in a pandemic time and the economy is really rough. And, and even though I don't want to sow and I really don't want to give Lord, I feel it in my heart that you are putting the pressure on my heart to mm-hmm. sow a seed. I'm going to do it and watch what happens. Uh, and, you know, my wife and I, we, 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 make, we make it a practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to tell someone to do something if I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I've won souls. I've led people to the Lord. I prayed for somebody in faith when I was, you, it could have been the most, most awkwardest, awkwardest. I just made up a word. Awkwardest. To do something awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could be the hardest, the hardest thing to do. But I'm I'm pleasing God. Yeah. I'm pleasing God. You know, I'm I'm reminded um there was this one guy that came on the church property and he was looking through our trash. And I was just sitting on a stoop, minding my own business, you know, scrolling on my phone, and I felt the Lord say, Look up. And I looked up, and there's this guy dr- driving this rust bucket pickup truck. And the, I felt the Lord say to me, I want you to pray for him. And I look at this guy and I'm like, this guy is dirty. He smells. It's hot. He probably doesn't even speak English. How am I going to pray for this guy? And I had a choice to make. Be obedient or not to be obedient. There's, there's, there's a, that's a choice. By being disobedient, by, by not listening to God, you're being disobedient. So whether you choose to do something or not, you have already made your choice. And so I, I, I hollered at the guy and uh, I said, hey, what are you looking for? And he was looking for garbage. He was looking for any metals or anything like that. And he said, you got anything I could take, anything I could sell? And I said, a matter of fact, I do. But, uh, you know, real quick, let me tell you something. Has anyone ever told? And I, and I proceeded with our soul winning script that we teach, mm-hmm. that we teach. I I. I use our soul winning script that we teach. It works. Yeah. And I remember this guy, I think his name was Paul or Peter. Um, yeah. Um, I remember him just crying. He, he, his son died and he, he got killed in a shooting and he was still so, it was so heavy on him. He was, he was broken. He was, he was hurt. And there I was presenting the good news, presenting the gospel, told him about Jesus told him that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, told him that God does love him, that he's going to, you know, it's, it's an attack against him. It's an attack of the enemy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He looks for people that he could devour. And God ch- wants you to have life, wants you to choose life, life more abundantly. Yeah. And I, I've never seen someone like that just start a weeping. And he turned away. He said, I don't want you to weep. I don't want you to see me cry. It's not manly. And I said, That's, that, that doesn't make the that doesn't make any sense. It's okay. It's okay. I gave this guy, considering I didn't want anything to do with him, I gave this guy such a big hug, you know. And then I, I really blessed him. I gave him something really nice, you know. And it was just out of obedience. Yeah. And someone could say, well, what's the reward for that? You know what? My life is full of rewards. My, my life is full of God's blessings, full of, of peace, full of joy, you know. Wake up every morning and just you waking up, there's a breakthrough. You know, a lot of people look for, and there's nothing wrong for those huge financial breakthroughs, 
But just waking up in the morning, mm-hmm. pouring yourself a cup of coffee, opening your eyes, breathing, there's a breakthrough in that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's breakthrough. That's a miracle. You know, that opening up your fridge and you have food. You know, being able to go on your, your $1,000 mobile device and, and, and talk to people and, and surf the web, and, and, and that's a miracle. Having AC. Having air conditioning in 99 degrees weather in, in Texas and Illinois and, and experiencing rolling blackouts. <laughs> you know? I've never been so happy to have uh, AC yeah. in my life. You know, that is, that is, yeah. a, that is a breakthrough. That a is blessing. a That is a blessing. That is a miracle. Glory to God. And you could expect God. Let me say this. You could expect God every day to, to, to receive a, a, a blessing, to receive peace and joy. Just having peace. Do you know what a blessing that is, a breakthrough? That I'm not waking up every single morning. Oh, do we have coronavirus? Oh, do we have monkeypox? Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, did I lose my taste buds? Oh, you know, just having the scent, the the sound mind, mm. is a breakthrough. Come on, just having a sound mind is a breakthrough. Glory Come to God, on. and be thankful for that. Be excited that as he, if he's giving you that, get ready. Those other things that you've been asking him are coming. Yeah, and he's not. And and listen, the Bible says, seek and find, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be made open. For everyone that seeks shall find. You keep seeking. You keep asking. You keep going to the Lord, knowing that he is the one that's going to do it. You know, and just because, you you know, I hate to say this, but just because you got, you know, you don't see it manifest doesn't mean it's a no. Ask the Lord, what am I missing? Show me the steps. Show me the doors. Show me who do I have to speak to. And I'm telling you, Amen. it will, it will surely, go ahead, honey. I was just going to add on to that, too, because like you were saying earlier, um, when we were talking about favor is the reward for proper conduct and proper decision making, um, you know, a good way to kind of, I guess, tell (laughs) is like if you're going through life and you're not having favor, you're not seeing breakthrough, you're not seeing prayer requests answered. Um, have you, and tying this in with the obedience, have you obeyed? Are you in full obedience? Yeah. You know, are you under the covenant? One, you know, if you, and this is assuming like you've made Jesus Lord of your life, uh, you've received him as your savior. You know, when you do that, a lot of people want a savior. I think my, uh, my mom was saying this last week. A lot of people want a savior, but uh, not a lot of people want him to be Lord of their life. That's good. So people want to make it to heaven, but people don't want to live life for Jesus or for God. <laughs> and so there's things that you have to do. And just like in the natural, because like everyone knows like a family member or a friend or maybe a coworker, someone that you just know that are, they are not, they are not reliable. They yeah. um, are, don't do well with, tasks they don't do well with uh you know things job odd jobs whatever like there's maybe it's a sibling like there's so many times that you ask like that sibling to do the dishes um and before you just realize i'm just not gonna ask them to do that or so many times that your uh your boss is gonna ask your coworker Man, how many to times, organize how many times did 
I not take out the garbage, and my mom's always asked me to take out the garbage. But I'm just saying, no, because I'm not going to I'm, disobedience, I'm but I'm saying, like, but, like, maybe your boss tells your coworker to organize or something, and they, like, keep doing, they keep nagging them to do it, keep nagging them to do it, keep telling them to do it, keep asking them to do it, and they just don't do it. Maybe they start, and they get real distracted. Well, eventually, um, that person's going to stop asking, right? So if the Lord, it, uh, uh, comes to term like if you prove to the Lord that you're unreliable with obedience, um, with the things that He's given you already, uh, then He's not going to keep piling more onto your plate. Yeah, He's not going to keep looking to you uh, as a, His good and faithful servant. Like He's not going to like keep coming to you if you don't even do the last thing He told you to do. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So it's it's one of those things where if if maybe someone's watching maybe on the replay that you feel like, you know what, things just never go right for me. Uh, I don't receive breakthrough. I don't have I don't feel like I have favor. Well, go back. Maybe the Lord told you to, to move church. Maybe the Lord told you to change your church and you still haven't done it. Mm. Maybe the Lord told you uh, to get to a place uh, church alive. And you, but, but you've been at a certain church somewhere that's not alive, but you've been there for 15 years to, and you just feel like, well, I just need to stay here because this is my church. You know, there's only so many times that the Holy Spirit's going to tell you to do something yeah. and then, and before he just like stops. And then exactly what happens then, what happens then is just, just to let you know what happens. Um, you, you get a, a seared conscious hmm. that you actually don't even pay attention anymore. Yeah. It's like, and the Lord will still try, try telling you, but you have, you have like totally missed out that you don't even hear. Hearken to the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Hearken. Put all, all, all thought, like all focus to God's word. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Six facts you should know about favor, uh, expectation. Six facts you should know about expectation. Number one, expectation is a powerful current that makes your seed work for you. Hebrews 11.6. Number two, expectation. No, expect uh, protection as he promised. Malachi 3.11. Number three, expect financial ideas and wisdom from God as a harvest Deuteronomy 8 18 um, number four expect your enemy expect your enemies to be fragment and be confused and flee before you Deuteronomy um, chapter 28 verse 7 um, number six no number five expect Boaz. Oh, yeah. Expect uh, favor from a Boaz mm-hmm. chosen. Wait, expect favor from a Boaz uh, close to you. And the last one is expect God to bless you for every act of obedience. Amen. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 2. This is was, this was one of my probably favorite series yeah. we've done. And I'm telling you, take take heed of this go back study it spend the rest of this week it's only wednesday spend you know thursday night uh rereading this and get it into your spirit and ask the lord for direction 
Um, right now, I, I just feel to, I, I feel to pray, ex- to pray for the things that you are expecting God to do. Mm-hmm. Pray for God that, I'm going to pray that God will give you the direction. A lot of people want right now, you know, they, they want to have a financial breakthrough, a miracle or, 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 or something like that. But if I, if I pray for God to give you direction, that direction will clarify the path and will bring you to the answer. Yeah. Direction is one of the most important things because without direction, you're lost. Mm-hmm. How do you get from point A to B? I don't know because you lack direction. How do you open the windows of heaven over your life? I don't know because you lack direction. How, how, do you, how, how, do you, how do you pray? I don't know because I lack direction. How do you uh, lead somebody to the Lord? You don't know because you lack direction. So direction will bring you your breakthrough. Direction will bring you your breakthrough. So good. And when I pray, I feel my spirit, even the Holy Spirit will tell you where to turn to the Bible. Mm. When I pray, the Holy Spirit will give you a scripture, a chapter. Um, maybe it's a couple of chapters. Mm-hmm. He will find, he will in his word highlight. I don't know. He, I don't know who needs to hear this. But the Holy Spirit will give you insight and direction through his word. Through his word. If you have not yet uh, sent in a prayer request, um, send it in. Um, but all right now, just I want I want you to focus. I want you to close your eyes. Um, whoever's watching, even on YouTube and, and on a replay, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. And the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom, direction. And in that, it's going to unlock your expectation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, as we, as we read your word this week, as we prayed, as we studied, as we taught your word on expectation, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I loosen, I loosen direction from heaven. Father, for everybody watching, I loosen from heaven your divine direction for each and every one of them right now. Father, may their ears begin to hear you. Father, even right now, speak to them. Some, some will hear instantly. Some will be led in the spirit. Some will be, you know, you, you'll wake up with a scripture in your heart and and you'll have to find it lord give each and every person the the direction they desire to bring them to the place of expectation to bring them to the place of favor to bring them to the place of faith to bring them out of the place they're in to the promised land in the name of jesus Father, I curse. You are not the author of confusion. It comes from the devil. So, Father, I break and I, and I curse. Lord, even right now, I hold an eviction notice for the spirit of confusion off each and every person right now in the name of Jesus. You foul spirit of confusion. You come out of their mind right now. Every voice that tries to take away their peace, every voice that tries to pull them away from your Holy Ghost direction, any voice that tries to take them out, Father, may they never hear that voice ever again. Father, may they never hear that voice 
ever again in the name of Jesus. I pray fire and force on that the spirit of distraction, that spirit of confusion, that spirit of fear. Lord, may they be set free from fear right now in the name of Jesus. If that's you, just say, I am, fe- I am free from fear in the name of Jesus. And begin to hear that direction right now. Some of you, your ears are going to open. You're going to... Automatically, wow, that's me. Glory to God. I, I have a scripture to turn to. I hear the Lord talking to you. May your spiritual ears, may your spiritual ears be open in the name of Jesus. For the glory of God. For for the reason of the only sole reason that God wants to see you prosper as you're obedient to hear his voice. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And all God's people say, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For those people that are believing for, for that, you know, you're expecting God to, to move you to a new place. Father, I come in agreement right now. I come in agreement for those people that are expected to be in a new place. Lord, their heart desires, their heart is wanting them to, to go to a new place. Father, I thank you, Lord, for that direction right now in the name of Jesus. You op- open up a house, uh, an apartment, Father, uh, an establishment that where they could live in the name of Jesus. Wherever their faith is, I come in agreement right now with them in the name of Jesus. For those people watching that have children and grandchildren and 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 aunts or uncles, someone in their family that isn't saved yet. Father, maybe they're the the so-called prodigal child. Father, I've come in agreement right now for that person's soul right now. Father, we claim them for the kingdom of God. We plead the blood of Jesus over them right now. People watching right now, their family members. Father, I thank you by the end of this year. Father, even by the end of this month, even, Lord, oh, glory, even by the end of this week, even by the end of this day, Father, that that ministering angels would go right now and get that person Lead that person to a soul winner. Father, in the name of Jesus, for you said in your word that you want everybody to be saved. You want everyone to go to heaven. So, Father, I break those those chains in the name of Jesus. I break that, that bondage in the name of Jesus. I command their eyes to be open. Father, any confusion over their life, any trouble they're finding themselves in, Father, I call them in right now. They have tasted and seen the, your goodness. And, Father, I thank you that you just give them a refresher right now, wherever they may be, in a car driving across the United States, Father, in the next town over, whoever it may be, Father, we come in agreement for their soul in the name of Jesus. And we give you the glory for it, Lord. We give you the glory for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to give everyone an opportunity to sow into our ministry. I want to give you an opportunity to sow into souls, to sow into the work of the gospel. Your seed, what your seed does, it actually produces a harvest in our ministry. And it produces, it, it functions as you. It functions as you. Because maybe you can't go to Europe with us. Maybe you, you can't travel with us, you know. But you could, you could send something to represent something. You could send a seed to represent it. And, and and maybe maybe you've partnered with us before. I want to say thank you. Maybe you've shown before. I want to say thank you. Thank you for standing with us financially to see this nation, to see this world. To listen, it's not even this nation, this world. It's to fulfill the great commission that God has given us to go to the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. So I want to say thank you for sowing and thank you for partnering. 
And, uh, you know, if you haven't yet done anything, I'm telling you, do something. Do something right now that you could see that, you know, and I'm telling you, it only gets better. Oh, we have our good friends, Amanda um, Staggs from Kentucky watching. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville. Thank you, guys. We love you guys. So that's all I got tomorrow night. Uh, we're not going to be live. This was our last broadcast um, for this week, Sunday night. Uh, we'll go. We'll be live here at Riverside Assembly of God. And I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready to do to do and to see great things for the Lord. I'm telling you, it's going to be phenomenal. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for dealing with the technical difficulties. Um, until next time, from our studio to your mobile device, we love you and see you again soon. Hello, Michael. Hello, Sarah. Hello, everyone who's part of MJV Ministries. This is Stefan from Feed the Hungry, and I want to just share with you how your support is bringing food and the hope of the gospel to the unreached masses. We are in Montaña de la Flor this week. It is a mountain range in Central America and it's home to the Tulipan, an indigenous people group. Let me share a little bit more about them. They're an ancient people that are tied to the Mayan empire and you can see it very clearly in their features and their faces uh, and in the way they live. They are so far removed, hours and hours from the nearest town, the nearest medical clinic, the nearest supermarket, the nearest place to get anything. They live and exist up in these mountains as a forgotten people. Well, these mountains are their home. It's a place that's been hard to penetrate with the gospel, but because food has been introduced through missionary friends over the last 18 months or so, there's been great inroads in bringing the gospel to the children and to the parents and to the communities as a whole. Thank you for allowing food to be a little key that opens up great big doors to bring hope and a future to the least of these. And you know, when Jesus spoke to his disciples and, and said, when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. And when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. The disciples said, Lord, and when, when do we see you like that? When do we see you hungry? When do we see you thirsty? And Jesus looked at them and said to them, and he says to us today, when you've done it to the least of these, when you've done it to the forgotten, the overlooked, the ignored, that was me. You did that to me. So thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus to bring food, hope, a future, the promise of eternal life through the salvation that comes through faith alone to a forgotten people. Thank you for reaching them. And thank you for reaching over 400,000 children so far this year with food in the future through Jesus Christ. God bless you.